الطرش يلم عنا خط بكتابك بترحيبه لو سرابك ليلك وجنة بالدجاج بالليل تسريبه واسأل عنا لهل منا قل علامات انت تدريبا ندعيكم غايب عنا السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته from me Jamil Wallace my pleasure my privilege as always being in your company those of you still finding yourselves on the road we make dua that Allah grants you a safe journey to your loved ones this talking point the program to get you talking because you matter and we care and again my sugar to Shafiq Morton for a nice warm seat on the other side keeping me company is Abida Muhammad Dixon sound engineer just a quick rundown on what's going to be under discussion this evening um, and also a reminder that the Adhan for the Wakt of Maghrib will be at 25 minutes to 7. If it's Monday evening, we'll kick off with the lives of the Sahaba, and that's hosted by Sheikh Riyad Fatar, Imam of the Husami Masjid in Cravenby Estate, and as we all know, first Deputy President of the Muslim Judicial Council. Game Changer, a gaming app. And it's called Team C4. I'm going to tell you all about that when my guest joins me just just on seven o'clock, especially for the for those of you who work in the call centres. And then also we'll be talking about the uh, to smoke or not to e-smoke. That's been a big debate at the minute at the moment, and obviously National Minister of Health wants to regulate it. And these are these. Electronic cigarettes. Well, why do they call it? They call it e-smoke. It works with vapor. How safe is it? Well, I'm going to have Professor Likan Ayo Yusuf. He's going to be joining us. And then also Ranger Rescue Service on Table Mountain Park. It's going to be a pleasure having Aslam Levy back, coordinator of the Table Mountain Park Volunteering Ranger Service. One of the questions I forgot to ask him the last time was volunteers. Um, you know, is there a place for volunteers? And if volunteer, if I want to volunteer, what are the requirements? He's going to bring in a team with him. And then we'll find out after that all about the House of Uma. Very interesting program. But for now, it is Sheikh Riyad Fatar joining us. Sheikh, assalamualaikum to you. Walaikum salam, rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh, but jameel and respected listeners. Ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban bikum. Amen to that, Sheikh. Mashallah. Uh, on a Monday evening, the, the day started off <laughs> like a winter day, but it wasn't cold today. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen with Jameel. We thank Allah Ta'ala for all of the different Ameen. conditions we find ourselves Ameen. in. And, um, Yani, we are but human, but Allah knows what we need for that day. Absolutely. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. We are blessed. Sheikh, I know um, we've been focusing on uh, the lives of the Sahaba for quite a while. And as always, I ask you to give us a bit of a background to where you left us last week, inshallah. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Wa salatu wa salam ala ashraf al-mursaleen. Sayyidina wa nabiyyina wa maulana Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Rabbi shrah li sadri wa yasir li amri wahlul uqlatan min lisani yafqaw kawli. Buddha Jamil, respected listeners, Santi Abida that is behind the desk. The Nabi alayhi salatu says about the Sahabi that we are busy with and we'll probably end up with uh, with him tonight inshallah ta'ala and go on to the next Sahabi next week inshallah ta'ala. But the Nabi alayhi salatu says Rahim Allah Abu Dhar May Allah have mercy with Abu Dhar Yamshi wahdahu wa yamutu wahdahu wa yub'athu wahdahu He's a person that walks alone 
He will die alone and will be raised alone, mm-hmm. meaning that he is really unique in himself. And 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 maybe many uh, uh, of us can take note of a person that has probably come from the worst kind of background, Mr. Jamil. If one were to look, this person comes from a tribe that were uh, a very unruly tribe, the Ghifar tribe. They were the people that stalked the caravans that came. They robbed the caravans, oh took all the possessions and things. So it was terror raids, it was robbery, it was pillage. And um, and in today's time, we will probably call that tribe gangsters. Yeah, highwaymen. <laughs> right? So, um, and then on top of that, when we look at Abu Dhar radiallahu ta'ala anhu, then we see that he was amongst the most daring of all of them. That he would go out and, and, and he would, out of his own and on his own, would even also go and perform these robberies and things like that. But look the turnaround of the person. You know, Allah Ta'ala gives hidayah. And when Allah gives hidayah, then we must take to that guidance that comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he goes from one extreme to another extreme and gets completely and cut himself off from the dunya. And he wants to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. And that is how we see Abu Dhar radiallahu ta'ala anhu and how he now affects the lives of others that, we've, that he meet or that, is, that he meets in his life. We left off last week with the Jamil and respected listeners on a very beautiful hadith that we should take note of. And the hadith is a hadith Qudasi. عن أبي ذر النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم فيما روى عن الله تبارك وتعالى أبو ذر نريد الحديث and it is from the Nabi عليه الصلاة والسلام narrated from Allah سبحانه وتعالى so we call it حديث قدسي and Allah تعالى says in addressing each one of us يا عبادي my slaves إني حرمت الظلم على نفسي I have made oppression prohibited on myself. Allah Ta'ala addressing each one of creation. Not only Muslim, all of creation. Ya ibadi, Allah says, my slaves. وَجَعَلْتُهُ بَيْنَكُمْ مُحَرَّمًا فَلَا تَظَالَمُوا And I have also made oppression unlawful to all of you. So therefore, don't oppress one another. يَا عِبَادِ كُلُّكُمْ ضَالٌ إِلَّا مَنْ هَدَيْتُهُ فَاسْتَهْدُونِي أَهْدِكُمْ يَا عِبَادِ And Allah Ta'ala says, My slaves, all of you are lost, except those whom I have given guidance. So therefore seek guidance from me, and I will guide you, my slaves. كُلُّكُمْ جَائِعٌ إِلَّا مَنْ أَطْعَمْتُهُ my slaves, all of you are in need, or all of you are hungry, except those that I grant food. So therefore, beg for food from me, I will grant you that which you need. Kullukum arin. يَا عِبَادِ كُلُّكُمْ عَارٍ إِلَّا مَنْ كَسَوْتُهُ فَاسْتَكْسُونِ My slaves, all of you are without clothes, mm-hmm. naked, except those whom I have clothed, so therefore beg for me, from me for to be clothed. 
And then Allah Ta'ala says, إِنَّكُمْ تُخْتِئُونَ بِاللَّيْلِ وَالنَّهَارِ You all make mistakes in the morning and in the night, or in the night and in the day. وَنَأَغْفِرُ ذُنُوبَ جَمِيعًا فَاسْتَغْفِرُونِ أَغْفِرْ لَكُمْ You all do wrong, you all make mistakes, you all commit sin, you all err. So the, whether it be day or night. So therefore, I am the one that forgives, says Allah Ta'ala. So ask me for forgiveness and I will forgive you. Allahu Akbar. Well, our guest here with us is Sheikh Riyad Fatar. Sheikh will continue just after this. Welcome back once more to this evening's edition of Talking Point with me, uh, Jamil. And uh, if you've just tuned in, it's a special warm welcome to you. Well, you've uh, haven't missed much, but uh, Sheikh Riyad already um, elaborating uh, on Abu Thar, that's mm. the Sahab. And I remember, Sheikh, this is the man that sat with the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And how we questioned the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. But over to you, Sheikh. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Jamil, I just want to continue this hadith and, and complete it. And and Jamil, you now reminded me that um, this weekend I was at a, at a at an eat and treat by Bishop Lavis, and I met one of the older aunties there, and she calls me from the other side. She says, Sheikh, I have a granddaughter that every week when you come up, she calls me. Mama, come listen, Sheikh Riyad, Patar, and Buddha Jamil is on the radio. Mama must come sit here. Oh, yeah, we're catching them young. Allah Buddha <laughs> Jamil, respected listeners, let's continue with the hadith. The hadith, hadith Qudsi. And Allah Ta'ala says, Ya ibadi, innakum lantablughu darri fatadurruni wa lantablughu naf'i fatanfa'uni. And Allah Ta'ala says, my slaves, you would never be able to harm me. And neither would you be able to benefit me. Ya ibadi, law anna awwalakum wa akhirakum wa insakum wa jinnakum kanu ala atqa qalbi rajulin wahidin minkum ma zada thalik fi mulki shay'an. Says Allah subhanahu wa my slaves, if the first of you the first that was created by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala till the last of you on the dunya the day of your uh, before the day of your marqiyamah and all of them we're talking about ins and jinn mankind and jinn if you were all so pious as the most pious person then that will not even affect my kingdom and my sovereignty يا عبادي لو أن أولكم وآخركم وإنسكم وجنكم كانوا على أفجر قلب رجل واحد ما نقص ذلك من ملك شيئا And if all of you from the first to the last man and jinn If all of you were the most evil like the most evil person on the dunya Then that will not even decrease my my kingdom, my sovereignty. Does Amir respect the listeners who come? Allahu Akbar. Whether you are going to make salah, all your salah, it won't make Allah greater. 
Whether you're not going to make salah, it will not make Allah less. Because that everything that we do benefits but ourselves. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then says with a jameel and respected listeners, Ya ibadi, my slaves, لَا أَنَّ أَوَّلَكُمْ وَآخِرَكُمْ وَإِنْسَكُمْ وَجِنَّكُمْ قَامُوا فِي سَعِيدٍ وَاحِدٍ If all of you, first one to the last one, and all mankind and all jinn, if you were to congregate and come together on one plane, فَسَأَلُونِي فَأَعْتَيْتُ كُلَّ إِنسَانٍ مَسْأَلَتَهُمْ And you were to ask me, I would be able to give each one of you whatever you ask me. مَا نَقَصَ ذَلِكْ مِمَّا عِنْدِي إِلَّا كَمَا يَنْقُصُ الْمِخْيَطُ إِذَا أُدْخِلَ الْبَحْرَ يَا عِبَادِهِ Except it will only decrease, you know, in what amounts is Allah Ta'ala, if you were to take a needle and dip it in the ocean and pull it out again, that is more or less how much it will decrease. If all of mankind were to ask, says Allah Ta'ala, إِنَّمَا هِيَ أَعْمَالُكُمْ my slaves, your deeds, your righteous deeds, your actions that you do, I record them for you. And I reward them for you. فَمَنْ وَجَدَ خَيْرًا فَلْيَحْمِدِ اللَّهِ وَمَنْ وَجَدَ غَيْرَ ذَلِكَ فَلَا يَلُومَنَّ إِلَّا نَفْسَهِ Says Allah Ta'ala, and if you find in your deeds there is good, then praise Allah Ta'ala. Say Alhamdulillah. And if you find that there is not good, then you only have yourself to blame. So this is the beautiful hadith that we had left off. And we look at Abu Dhar, respected listeners, Buddha Jamil, we look at Abu Dhar. Why is it that he is forsaking so the dunya when he has known about this hadith? When he is in fact the person that narrates this ahadith and, 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 and yet he is still calling for what? He is still calling for people to stay away from the dunya To not come close to the dunya That is what Abu Dhar is, is, is calling people to So therefore we see the, the, the kind of influence of the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam on Abu Dhar on Abu Dhar and how Abu Dhar then spreads that around. That is not all Buddha Jamil. I want to remind the listeners myself first and then the listeners and your honorable self. Another hadith that, that, that Abu Dhar was uh, familiar with and that we had mentioned. We mentioned that Abu Dhar anhu had said that he found the Nabi Rizam walking alone one night and he walked in the shadows of the moonlight. The Nabi Rizam spotted him and asked him and he said Abu Dhar and so on. And then the Nabi alayhi wasalam, uh, he walked with the Nabi wasalam, until they came to a rocky place or stony place and the Nabi wasalam, said, uh, told him sit down here and so on. And he sat down and he waited for the Nabi wasalam. When he heard the Nabi wasalam, coming, he heard the following words from the Nabi Muhammad sallallahu even if you committed theft or fornication or adultery. So when the Nabi came close, he says, I couldn't keep myself. Mm. I wanted to know who was the Nabi talking to. And, and, and I didn't hear any response. So he said, Fakulti ya Nabi Allah, 
جعلني الله فداءك ما الله ساكفاج مه من تكلم في جانب الحرة what did you speak to in the stony place ما سمعت أحدا يرجع إليك شيئا I never heard anybody respond to you and the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam tells him ذاك جبريل عرض لي في جانب الحرة that was جبريل that appeared to me in that stony area فقال and جبريل said the following Bashir ummatak, give glad tidings to your ummah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Annahu man mata la yushriku billahi shay'a dakhil al-jannah. Whoever dies and does not associate partners with Allah Ta'ala, that person will enter the jannah. That was the message from Jibreel alayhi salam. Allahu Akbar. And the Nabi alayhi salatu wa salam didn't be concerned. About people that commit wrong sins, why in Saraka, why in Zana, and if then the person steals and he commits adultery, and he says, "Naam," says yes, even that person will enter the Jannah. And again, the Nabi Rasulullah again says, "Why in Saraka, why in Zana, and if the person steals or the person commits Zina," and again, Jibril Alayhi Salam says yes, and the Nabi Rasulullah says for a third time, but if the person steals and he commits Zina. And Jibreel says, وَإِن شَرِبْ نَعَمْ وَإِن شَرِبْ الْخَمْرَةِ Yes, even if he drinks wine. If you believe in Allah Ta'ala, the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam, you do not commit any shirk with Allah Ta'ala, meaning that you do not associate partners with Allah Ta'ala, then Jibreel alayhi salam says in this hadith, that the Nabi alayhi salam narrated, says that the person will enter the Jannah. So, my point of mentioning all of that with the Jamil is these are the things, we know that these are hadith that brings ease to people that commit sin and that they could easily rather get out of it and so on. So Abu Dhar who was, he was well aware of these kind of statements and these are hadith, but he felt that there was a deeper understanding mm. and a deeper reality to doing good and, 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 and to adopt these aesthetic ways meaning to live off the dunya and not be interested in any uh, wealth of the dunya that was what he was then calling to because he saw that as and, and that is what he got from the Nabi mm. also so therefore at Arabda poverty yani everybody knew that he was living in poverty everyone knew that he was poor I mean, uh, uh, at a point, point, somebody suggested, why don't you get a piece of land like mm. everybody else? And we know the response of his was what? He says, I have a good drink of water, mm. I have some milk, and yeah, and perhaps a piece of bread uh, once a week. Mm. That's the way I was in the time of the Nabi, and that is the way that I am going to be now. So therefore... Uh, in actual fact, you know, he was living like that, but the Jamil respected listeners, his wife at the time was also asking him, please, let's move to Iraq, go have some better life and so on. But he completely refused and she stayed with him all the time. Uh, even after his death, if people were to come to her and, and they would ask about his devotions, how was his ibadah and things like that, and... Her answer was very simple. She said he spent most of the day in deep thought. Tafakkur. Tafakkur billahi subhanahu wa ta'ala. So um, his life was simple. And um, like I said last week, he was a person that 
was easy to claim that he was closest to the he would be closest to the Nabi Why was that? Because he was a person that tried to implement every sunnah of the Nabi and he wasn't going to allow the dunya to change him. Even after the Nabi had gone to the Rahmah of Allah Ta'ala, he even went to the extent with the Jamil and respected listeners is that he would avoid meeting anyone that doesn't meet up to his standards, even if it was amongst the Sahaba. If anybody had a government job or had a a nice mansion or whatever the case, then Abu Dhar would would he he would just refuse to meet them. He shuns them. Uh, yeah, he, he would shun them. He said, "Nah, I'm not interested in you." Whatever the and he would question them. Why are you building a house? Why are you having this? Why are you having this position, and so on, and 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 so we see in Abu Dhar, we see that kind of thing coming from him. But the Jamil respected listeners. Allow me come to the sad end of our story. And that is when Abu Dhar's death arrives. Um, you know, his wife, she began to cry. He beca- she began to cry. And he turns to her and he asks her, why, why are you crying? You know, what, what, what's the problem? Why are you crying? And she says to him, "Mali la abki, wa anta tamur bifulat min al ard wa leisa indi thob yasak and kafnan." She says, "You know, you are dying in, if I was to use it today's terms, no man's land. You are dying in no man's land. I don't even have, I don't even have anything to for a kafan for you. What do I do?" And he says to her, La tabki wa abishiri. Don't cry, but rather be happy. Because I heard that the Nabi wasalam, had said, and that hadith we will continue after Maghrib, inshallah. inshallah. Well, the walked of Maghrib virtually upon us, Sheikh Riyad Fatar will continue after that. <laughs> Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh from me, Jamil. A warm welcome once more to this evening's edition of Talking Point. Oh, still with us, Sheikh Riyad Fatar, and uh, I think Sheikh about Sheikh needs to get to the Khusami Masjid. Uh, Sheikh, uh, just about to wrap up. Sheikh, over to you. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh the Jamil respected listeners yes with the Jamil we come to the end of the story of uh, Abu Dhar al-Ghifari and his wife is now telling him what am I going to do how are we going to do this thing and so on and he then tells her a story he says you know I was with a group of people in the company of the Nabi alayhi salatu and the Nabi alayhi salatu then said one of you will die in open land and the 
and and there will come a group of salih mu'minin people that will make salah will kafan you and they will make salah over you and he tells his wife now of that group i am the only one that is left the others all died in cities and the nabi said that they will die in the desert will die in the desert will die in open land so don't worry there will be people coming and she asked him now what must i do and he says go on the hilltop and go see what caravans is coming that's going for hajj and she says but all the caravans is gone already he says go and stand on the hilltop there is going to come the man is laying on his deathbed and there's going to come a caravan and she stands and every time she would go there nothing coming then she would go and then and then one day she says while i was standing there the a caravan come and it looked like it was flying the way that it was because it was one of the late caravans on its way for hajj and then she went down to go and stop them and they stopped and they asked and she said they asked her what's, what's the problem she says one of the muslims are dying uh can you come and help and they asked oh, now who's dying and she said abu dhar when they heard the name of abu dhar they Zarkum. flew off from their caravans running to his place and and they're coming to him and he's on his last and he says before you touch me don't let anybody kafan me that is in government or has any high, po- high position or is any rich person i don't want your kafan yes, and a young ansari boy comes and he says i don't fit any of that profiles uh, but what i do have is a cloth from my mother yes, that she had made uh, for me may i then do use that as your kafan yeah. and then he passed on and before he passed on he told his daughter when the people come you slaughter one our uh, sheep or or whatever you had there cows and whatever camels you slaughter it and you give them the food from there so when he died when he passed on they covered him with the clothing of the of the uh, young ansari boy and then they're about to leave and as they were leaving the daughter says i'm sorry but you cannot leave and they asked why she said my father said that before you leave you must first eat so they sat down to eat and so on and then they left and history amongst the ulama says that the people or research shows that one of the sahaba that made salah over him was the great sahabi abdullah ibn mas'ud that had made that salatul janaza on abu dhar with the jamil respect to listeners allow me to end with the following sayyidina ali radiyallahu anhu uh, he said the following he said that it is said that the most kind oh no maaf amongst the ulama that i said the most kind upon my ummah is abu bakr the toughest in religious matters is umar radiyallahu anhu the modest of my ummah the nabi rasulullah said is uthman radiyallahu ta'ala anhu the most learned uh, of uh, of quran is ubay ibn ka'ab the most learned of inheritance rules is zaid ibn thabit and the best judge is ali ibn abi talib radiyallahu anhum and the most knowledgeable of the lawful and unlawful is muad ibn jabal radiyallahu ta'ala anhu and the most knowledgeable is abdullah ibn abbas and the most trustworthy 
is Abu Ubaidah ibn al-Jarrah. And the most truthful with the tongue is Abu Dhar al-Ghifari. May Allah Ta'ala grant that we apply in our lives of what these Sahaba had sacrificed and how they had applied, uh, tried to apply every sunnah. And in the life of Abu Dhar, he can easily claim that he will be the closest to the Nabi والسلام, because he had tried, he had applied practically every sunnah of the Nabi Muhammad وسلم, in his life. But the Jamil respected listeners, those who are sick, may Allah Ta'ala grant you all shifa. Those who have passed on, may Allah Ta'ala grant them Jannatul Firdaus. Amin Ya Rabbil Alameen. And those who have gone for Hajj, or will still be going. May Allah Ta'ala grant them Umrah Maqbula. Allah Ta'ala grant them Hajma Barur Maqbul. And Allah Ta'ala bring them back safely again. Amin Ya Rabbil Alameen. Allah Ta'ala make us all min al-muttaqeen wa min al-muhsineen wa min ibadil salihin wa akhir da'wanan alhamdulillah rabbil alameen wa assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh.